wait is over. Over. Tell everyone you know. This is the key to your weekend. You're listening to Three Grams and a Mic podcast live from Australia. A new perspective on professional sports with your hosts, Cal, Axel, and Cotto. Click, listen, and enjoy. Welcome to Three Grams and a Mic. I'm Graham Cotton. I'm here with Graham Kelly and Graham Foley. G'day, boys. G'day, gents. How are we going this fine COVID afternoon? Yeah, it's good, guys. It's uh, sun's out and spring has sprung early. The mornings are cool, but the days are beautiful. So, yeah. yeah. So we should let our listeners know that uh, we've had a couple of weeks off due to uh, the lockdown that everyone else is experiencing as well. But we've decided to uh, keep the momentum going. We've got the Zoom meeting happening. So we've uh, been found a way to um, get around this COVID crap that's going on. Captain I'm still knocking down a bit. I'm still knocking down the beers, so that that, that hasn't changed. No, I, I figured exactly the same, that it was just required <laughs> if we're going to do this. I mean, if we can put up with Kato, Axel, we need beer. The only real downside, uh, this, fellas, is we actually get to see your head go up close. Yes. In AFL news, guys, we're in the final series. It's kicked off uh, for 2021 after, you know, a COVID-interrupted season where teams have had to move around all over Australia, but finally down to, uh, I guess, the last few weeks of the AFL season. Last night, Port Adelaide smashed the Cats. Contrary to uh, your selections, both of you, mine came through. Port Adelaide win by 43 uh, Tom in Tom Hawkins' um, 300s game. What do you think? Uh, Geelong done, Axel. Uh, it, it's very hard to come back after losing the first final. So they they play the the winner of today's game, which the, the Giants and Sydney. Oh, I think Giants they'll struggle, the to be honest. Giants are up. They've just kicked another yeah. one. So they're, they're three goals up on the Swans. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think they can win it too long, to be honest. Um, Port, on the other hand, they're, I'm not quite sure whether they get another home final. You'd think they would. Um, yeah. Given that you know this weekend's games are only in Adelaide and Tasmania, so you'd think they'd get another one. I reckon they're going to be hard to beat um, at home again. So, yeah, I I can't see the Cats actually winning it. Um, if the Giants won today, that would be another. Well, that would be a real big upset because Sydney have probably been one of the form sides of the comp, um, and Giants have been a little bit hit and miss. But Giants have got the side. They've got the midfield. They've got the they got the key forward and they've got some good backs. So, yeah, the Swans are up against it at the moment. Yeah, they're just struggling. Well, I mean, oh, sorry, go, Kyle. No, 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 you go. I was just going to say the Swans have had a few injuries in the last few weeks, which has really sort of derailed a lot of their momentum. So it's probably put a bit of a speed hump in how they were travelling. Yeah, GWS, I mean, they've got a lot of high draft picks sitting in there, so they're starting to come good. Yeah, you'd say they're, they're a more experienced side than the Swans. Swans have, have got a lot of players in their side that haven't played finals before, so that'll count against them. They've got the game plan, but how that how those young kids go under pressure, I think um, there'll be a lot of reliance on you know a, a Heaney and a Papley and a and a Franklin, I think, and those guys to to pull them across the line. But yeah, I, I you, you never count Sydney off. 
It's interesting that uh, you would have almost forgot that the finals were on this week. So much was the focus on whether Alistair Clarkson would coach Carlton or not after they finally decided to get rid of David Teague from your what, mag team, Axel. What What do you think of that, Axel? Uh, well, they should have made a call on Teague earlier, I think. If that, if the, yeah, no, the, more, the, board, more the way they handled it. Yeah, the, the board had that for a couple of weeks. And if they knew that the game plan didn't stack up, which is what they came out with on Thursday, um, they shouldn't have allowed him, I didn't think, to go through all the exit interviews and all that sort of stuff. But yes, let him coach till the end of the season. Come straight after the last game, it should have seen, right, we're going to sit down and we go through this review with you. This is what we found. We don't think your game plan stacks up. Players aren't on board. We've got to find another coach. Rather than string it out till Thursday, I don't know what they were thinking there. Whether they are holding off the clerks on the line or whoever it was, if they knew that he wasn't the right guy to go forward, I, I just don't know why they strung it out for another three or four days and it all played out in the media. That was that was the biggest problem. So yeah, Ice Lyon is the favourite to take over? Yeah, he is it. He is at this stage. I've been listening to Triple M while I've been gardening all afternoon, and uh, there was talk of Buckley. They were they said they've definitely sounded out Buckley as well, which is interesting. And you'd think Buckley he's had half a year off now, so he'd be he'd be if he's not going to go back in the media, he'll he'll get back into coaching. Um, and you know, there's only a couple of jobs available, and one which is his ex job. So um, you'd think he'd put his hand up for it. Ross Lyon's an interesting one. If you look at the way that he coaches, he's a very defensive coach. And that'll be, if if I look back on before Teague, they had Bolton. And Bolton was there probably his first 18 months was very defensive coach and tried to build the pillars um, and, and have a real defensive game plan. And the supporters um, started to get the shits because they weren't kicking enough goals. Um, and all of a sudden, then he went on the, the you know, brought more offensive into the game. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden, then they, they gave him the boot. So, you know, I don't think game plans, they don't just take bloody, you know, a couple of months to implement. They take, you know, 12, 18 months. And I just don't think they've given either of these two coaches enough time to actually get the players um, on board with it and get their, you know, game style. It's yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't think two years is enough. I, I agree with you. Like, like um, Clarkson pointed out the other day, both he and Hardwick had worse records than Teague at at the same point. Mm. And, and Clarkson is a very much a build your defence first um, game plan guy. So um, interesting the, the irony of uh, Buckley getting asked from. Collingwood and going to Carlton sound like anyone else in recent history. <laughs> There's been a few over the over over the years. To be honest, yeah, it was, um, but that was Mickey Malthouse's Malthouse. One of their one of their ex favourite sons was Mick McGowan. He uh, he finished his career at Carlton. Um, yeah, there's there's been a couple that have. have Changed over, but uh, well, Daisy Thomas. He might take years than that. He might take Pendlebury with him too. Apparently, um, they've yeah. only offered him one year contract, and he's talking about that's not enough. 
So interesting to see how that pans out. Yeah, that, that, that was interesting that he threw that out in the public. Mm. Obviously chasing more money somewhere else or a bigger contract at least. What about other news? So you've got, uh, we've just talked about the Swans, GWS. You've got Essendon playing the Dogs. Uh, is that tonight? I think it is. And No, that's tomorrow. Oh, think, tomorrow, is it? So is it Demons must play tonight, is it? Demons and the Lions, yeah. yeah. And in the Essendon, uh, Nick Hine is out of the prelim fi- final. Oh, sorry, the, that must be the elimination final. Um, yeah. Due to a COVID um, exposure, he went to a Tier 2 site. During the week, it was, I think it's just a shopping centre somewhere, and uh, he got exposed to a COVID outbreak, and now he's out of the game. Poor bugger. That's unlucky. Mm. Unlucky. Team. Have unlucky. Yeah. The club. yeah. So you'd think the Bulldogs in that one, but the Bulldogs, I'll tell you what, their last uh, quarter of the season has been deplorable, really. So you wouldn't. You wouldn't put too much money on them, and Essendon are actually playing quite well. Um, so, yeah, Bulldogs are probably favourite in that game. Um, and then, well, you'd have to tip Melbourne, I think, in the in the qualifier. They've they've been they are the form side. There's no two ways about that. Um, Brisbane on their day can beat anyone, but yeah, you'd have to go to Melbourne, I think. We have to talk about that Melbourne. Right. We didn't get a chance to cover it last week. They were down forty in the last quarter to beat Geelong. Take number one spot. Kick after the siren. Yeah, the kick after the winner. Amazing game. Uh, yeah, just... you, you... Oh, yeah. Go. No, no. I was going to say you, you think that um, both Footscray and or the, the Bulldogs and um, Brisbane have just run across injuries at the wrong time of the year. Yeah. Yeah, Brisbane have got a couple out, Kel, Have they? Yeah. Oh, well, you got Hipwoods not there. He's a big one, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, changes everything. One. Yep. And yep. Um, Josh Bruce missing from um, the doggies. Yeah, they haven't recovered uh, really since since he went down. They, yeah, um, yeah they've, he's a big part of their game plan, the big key forward. And yeah, they've uh, they brought in Shacky, but he's not, he's not the same player. So yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the the Bombers. Uh, beat the Bulldogs tomorrow. In NRL news, um, Melbourne Storm are chasing a 113-year record, 20 in a row. Can they do it? I think there's probably going to do it. No, they're morals. They're they're morals to do it. Even if they're resting players, they seem to be able to keep winning. So Um, The Roosters can't keep winning. They lost last night. Um, At one stage, down 24 to 12. Looked like they were going to swing the momentum the other way. Uh, was still 13 aside at that point. And then uh, all of a sudden, Joey Manu made a break down the sideline. His mate Latrell Mitchell comes across, takes off his head with his shoulder, swings an arm over the top. Uh, the referee lets it go. The bunker lets it go. Eventually, Manu challenges Mitchell, probably almost a minute later. And uh, then they thought they better have a look at this. And next thing you know, what has he got? He's got a compressed uh, cheekbone fracture and an eye socket injury as well, face blew up like a balloon and uh, looks like Mitchell is in line for a six to nine game ban announced today. That's that's wrong. That's wrong. Oh, Mitchell, yeah, absolutely. That's a great two. <laughs> that's the same charge that Radley got for trying to charge down a, a, a kick last week. They've that's looked at how long he's got. tackle though. 
both of them. Yeah, Mitchell's Mitchell's was way worse. I don't know if he broke the, the guy's leg. Yeah, I, I, there was no intent at all in Radley's. Yeah, but that rule's been around for a long time. Yeah, I I I still yeah, I'm, I'm still not convinced Radley should have been <laughs> chosen at all. But um, the bigger news was yeah. the coach, Kel. Trent Robinson yeah. came out and um, attacked the bunker, calling and the referee for that matter, calling it basically a circus. And um, he said to the, uh, I think it was Henry Perinara, he might be better off choosing not to get in the bunker if he's got no idea what he's doing, pretty much. Yeah, he, he, and that's where Abdo Abdo's coming out. He's going to cop fifty grand at least. I'll be surprised if it's not a hundred. Um, Nick will spot that. Don't worry. Wow. Yeah, Abdo, but Abdo's come out and said. He believed it should have been a send-off. Graham Annesley believed it should have been a send-off. Um, everyone but Ashley Clown and Henry Perinara believed it should have been a send-off. The, um, but Abdo came out quite strongly and said, we cannot have coaches attacking individuals. Um, so he is going to slam him. But I, Robertson is really spot on here. Um, and the... Because he, he's actually copped, his players have copped some pre, but Jerry Manu hospital last night. Um, the previous game where something like this happened was Dylan Brown's knees into the back of Drew Hutchinson's back, collapsed lungs, weak should in be, hospital. Should be clear, Kel, it's the last time it happened to a Roosters player. It's happened to plenty of players in other teams. Not where they haven't acted in the bunker. Chitty, so Steve sure Chitty, who was in. Steve Chitty was in the the bunker um, that game. He got stood down for a month. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with Perinara. And what I think really tipped Robertson over the top last night was, um, if you remember early in the year, um, I think it might have been Ravalara, could be wrong, uh, for St George, took off James Tedesco's head before the crackdown. And... um, Guess who the officials were that day? Same ones. Ashley Klein refereeing, Henry Perinara in the in the bunker, and, and I think Robinson just said, "Enough's enough. I'm, I'm not going to let my players be sub- subject to this." So he he was pretty cool, calm, and measured in in, in it. But um, a lot of Roosters fans cheering after that, as you say, Uncle Nick will have to reach into his pocket. But um, <laughs> what do you what do you reckon? Six to nine, enough for Latrell. Yeah, it'll, it'll put him Seriously? out. I didn't see. I, I I didn't see it, but it didn't. It didn't sound great. And normally the the suspension um, sort of depends on whether the guy gets up and whether he can play. Now, if he's out for how long? How long is the Roosters player out for? Well, about the, the rest same of the year, time, probably same amount of time. I'd say. Yeah. So. Mitchell, if Mitchell's gone, if it goes nine weeks, well, the first thing I'd say, well, South definitely can't win the premiership without him. He's their best player. Um, and then it comes down, uh, it comes down to the, well, if that counts them out of the premiership race, I mean, that's a that's a fair uh, penalty, I would think, uh, for but both Latrell and the club. The penalty's actually only two weeks. He's got low. As a grade two. It's because Latrell's done it four times in the last two years. Mm. So the, the penalty should have been a grade three, which is 500, which is five yep. weeks, 
which would have turned yeah. with his loading, probably turned his six weeks into nine weeks, which would have turned, if he appealed it, into was it, 12, 12 weeks. So, yeah, that's – I actually reckon he should have got another three weeks. Does, doesn't it – if no, he's well, had, uh, Oh, sorry. Go, Axel. No, no, you go. I was just going to say, doesn't uh, – after they've had uh, – I think it's just the second or third time he's been charged for the similar offence, that it's 50% loading on loaded up on top, so basically one and a half times. So that would have been, did you say, five weeks? So the most he could have got was seven anyway, Kel. No, on a grade two. Hmm. Yeah, I'm saying it should have been grade three. Oh, okay. So that, that, no, that was worst category. Nonetheless, I guess the question is, was it a send-off offence or was it a sin-binning offence? He got sin-binned, he didn't get sent off. Um, it was a send-off offence. Abdo said it, Annesley said it, and there, therein lies another penalty to the Roosters. They lost Joey Mano that moment for the rest of the game. So when Radley made his decision in that game where he three or four times in the one game took people's heads off and didn't only... Nothing, nothing. He never got sent off in that game, but there was certainly... Things that were along the lines of um, not as bad as that, but similar. Where he no, they, they were they weren't they weren't the same category as Mitchell's. Mitchell's no, the fact that he did it four times in pace. one game, four times in one game, wouldn't twice. you? Twice. Know Sorry. Twice. He got Simbin twice. He made four tackles where he should have been sent off by the fourth one. That was that was magic round with no, their no. crackdown. It was, was after that. That was. No, that was the crackdown weekend, oh, and they decided okay. to make an example of Victor Radley. <laughs> he, he, he got done for stuff that not even considered these days. If Mitchell had done that in Magic Round, he'd be on his way to Perth to play in the Bladderslow. <laughs> he wouldn't be playing rugby league anymore. No, I'm not sure. Hey, Cotto, was that was that the uh, game we were watching round at uh, Kel's place when he was uh, swearing and? Carrying on. Was sure that the was game Radley was sent off? I, I can't was, remember. Yeah. Yeah, or was that just a normal? That was just no, that a normal was another week. game yeah, where another was week. carrying on. That was another <laughs> week where he didn't tackle around the head, apparently. <laughs> so tell me, can anyone else win the flag bar Penrith and Storm? I don't know, it seems to be daylight to, to the third team. I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Manly, Manly Smokies. Oh, we do. Manly Smokies. Yeah, if Trebojevic is heavily reliant on, on Big Tommy, obviously. He's playing today. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, this weekend. Yeah. Apparently. So, no, yeah, they are definitely a smoky. At their best, Kel, they could beat them for sure. They only just got yeah, look at them the other day. There, there, there's rumours that Craig Bellamy's been um, spotted on the Manly Corso, handing out $100 notes <laughs> to anyone who's willing Bellamy's to take gone. Tommy on at a race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh dear! Um, in uh, just further NRL news, sum up their uh, their week. There's been three Queensland bids for a 17th team to be added potentially in 2023 or 2024. Uh, we've got Redcliffe Dolphins. They've got about 100 million dollars worth of assets. A really good uh, junior nursery. And they've got a stadium ready to go. About 20 or 30 thousand seats. Uh, or Brisbane Firehawks or the Brisbane Jets. Um, apparently, they're looking at merging into one bid now, and they've got about $35 million cash and assets to go with it. Shane Richardson's uh, leading that charge for the Firehawks. And Wayne Bennett will coach any one of them, apparently. 
<laughs> so he said he'd coach either either. And Munster's also talking going up there as a marquee player. Is it, tell me, is Bennett able to? Um, he'd be able to get the pension as well as coach. He'd be <laughs> eighty-five by the time that team kicks off. Yeah, it's crazy. He's got a massive, oh, a fantastic record. You actually have a look at his stats one day. It's crazy. How many wins he's Bennett. had? Yeah. Yeah. Had some gun teams in Brisbane, but he's always got I was going to say, have a look at him since he left Brisbane. He's going all right at South. St. George he's won a pro- Yeah, that was the year he brought Gaznier back for nothing. But yeah. forgetting that, um, have a look at his stats since he left Brisbane mm. or outside of the Brisbane Broncos. I'll bring it up next week's podcast. And then hey, um, football the, news. The bigger thing... Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry, okay. just on the 17 team, what would the NRL be doing 17, an expansion of one team? They, they seem to be going about a good way, asking them how they're going to grow the audience, how they're going to get non-rusted on. They don't want rusted on fans to transfer. They want new fans. All very, very good how they're going about it. But why one team? I heard um, the, the very good ex- explanation the other day was that uh, the Gold Coast, uh, sorry, the NR, oh, sorry, I'll start again. The AFL are pumping a load of money into Brisbane and into the, you know, the, the typical stuff, the juniors, the, the local community football, that sort of stuff, and they have to before they lose their market share. So why aren't the NRL going a Brisbane team and a Melbourne team? Why aren't they what, sorry? Going a, because it's not going to buy them any more broadcast dollars because there's, there's no extra game. Uh, it, it will so what, because they're saying there will be more Queensland viewers, which they don't have enough of in terms of subscription in particular, Fox Fox money, broadcast money. Yeah, but the Queenslanders are watching free to air. They are at the moment, but with more uh, – because there will be more Queensland teams, they won't be on free to air as much and they'll have to subscribe to watch it. So they're hoping the subscription people will pay more – but conversely, you'll lose free-to-air dollars because less people will be watching free-to-air. Which less people are watching free-to-air now anyway as a, as a byproduct. So what, what you actually need is more people watching overall, which mm. requires an extra game and extra. So if they're, if they're worried about that in, in, in the heartland, why aren't they saying, shit, how successful have Melbourne been? Why don't we whack another team down there? How AFL did that with, with How Sydney. successful have they been, truthfully? They've been successful on the field. To Melbourne? Mm. Oh, I think they've been very successful. Um, What's their junior uh, nursery? Field like? uh, uh, forget forget the nursery. I don't know. Forget the nursery. The, the, the league doesn't care about the nursery. They've got the Pacific Islands for that. The um, <laughs> That's where most the, of their team come from. The... Melbourne have got a huge supporter base. Yeah. Oh, um, so, the question I was asking, because I actually don't know the answer, I wonder whether or not... It's, it, uh, it's an interesting question, Kel, definitely. Um, why would they only hunt down one team instead of two? Um, how much funding goes into putting a new team on the field? And I can only... The same 25, to, what the a- 25 to $35 million, they're saying. So is it the NRL got the money? That's what I would say. They were nearly broke uh, April, May last year until Volandis pulled them out of the shit. Um, so maybe they just don't have the 
funds to actually get two teams on the field at once. Each team has to bring their own money, but yeah. they're, yeah. they're going to need support. I would have thought they would have needed some, some support. In saying that, they will, the get a, they will get um, they will get some money from the, the league. I think they give them about $15 million a year for their salary. That's yeah, the, 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 the Queensland team will be right. It's, you don't have to support the Melbourne team. Yeah. Or, or Adelaide team or wherever you decide to go. Um, there is plans for you, a 20, another team, an 18th team, year 2027. Yeah, and look, if it's not Melbourne, why aren't they throwing another one into... I'd be looking at Melbourne, but throw one into New Zealand. Yeah, I think that was one South of Island. Yeah, that was. I think that was Gould <laughs> for the COVID outbreak. He decided to come home because he just couldn't get anything done. Hey, just just on um on on uh, expansion and changes in NRL. What do you? I I actually. I, I think. Maybe when you become a commissioner on the NRL, you actually have all your brain cells removed because they're talking about bringing a rule that says if you kick the ball out, it's a seven-tackle restart. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on, on the and? Seriously, who let a forward from the '80s be in charge of the innovation? I mean, you, you, you obviously we, we've got um, your your concussion issues. Um, <laughs> he might be suffering from it. You think this is? I, you're making aspersions about a great um, former Balmain Tiger second rower. Uh, Wonderful player. I have have no idea as to Has his health status, but but <laughs> I think the the idea of a seven-tackle restart, and they, but I won't account for 40-20s, but they're so stupid that they think they don't think, oh, but that'll stop anyone going for a 40-20 because if the ball rolls out a metre short, I'm giving away a seven-tackle set. So all of a sudden, the risk-reward of a 40-20 changes completely. It's yeah. just... I, I think it won't get up, personally. I think there's been a fair bit of... Um... Uh, coaches, I think Anthony Griffin came out today and criticised it and said, "Just leave it alone." And other players have said it. I, I don't think it'll get up this time around. I don't think. Don't so. leave it alone. Trent, Trent Robinson was on it last night. Get rid of the bunker. Yeah, that too. Get rid of six again. Get rid of. <laughs> get rid of the salary cap because we don't want it. Yeah, two two point it. field goals. No, no, we we need it so no one else can get near us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tell me, why don't they? Why don't they? Why don't they throw it out to the fan base? Because they're the ones that are paying good money to watch the football. Why don't they throw it to them and say, "What rules do you think should be in, and which ones should be out?" That's what I. That's that's what I think should happen. I tell you why you wouldn't throw it to the fan base. Um, because the fan base. Uh, here, here you go. How how do you know that? Um, a South fan invented the toothbrush. <laughs> that was my little daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, oh, got, obviously got, got a no, mum's Get Michaela on. Let's, let's yeah. ask her a few questions. Get Michaela on. Oh, no. She won't come on. Don't worry about that. 
Yeah, so <laughs> how do you know a South fan invented the toothbrush? How's that? Let's go. Because if it was a Roosters fan, it'd be the teeth brush. <laughs> <laughs> they're, and they're the fans you've got out there. That's why you can't throw it to the fan base. Is it true they uh, give out toothbrushes <laughs> at the uh, at the game, Kelly, at the Roosters game? But they only need about five for, for the Roosters game. For the South, they need about 5,000. Well, that would be about right, wouldn't it? Yeah, because they take them for all the, all the – well, it's a bit like uh, what's the difference between a South fan and a park bench? That. A park bench can support a family. <laughs> Let's move on to another sport here before we get ourselves in trouble. In football or soccer news, uh, Ronaldo is going back to Man United, left Juventus only for, listen to this, $903,000 a week. Chump change. You're going to be out of bed for that, would you, Axel? <laughs> I was gonna say, how's he going to survive on that? <laughs> all his wives, all his girlfriends. Yeah, that's it. Big, big late switch, though, because he was all Man City during the – the last couple of weeks, everything was pointing to Man City, and um, yeah, only uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know where Man U got the money from. To be honest, I'll find it. And what about why is um, all these? Um, you know, you've had Messi leave Barcelona last week. You've got Ronaldo leaving Juventus this week. What's going on over in the the other? You know, the European and the Italy's and the, the Spain. Oh, in- Interesting you, you say that because that, that's interesting because, you know, they tried to start up their, yes. their Super League in competition to the the um, Champions League. Yep. The three clubs, I believe, that hadn't renounced or hadn't said we're out are Real Madrid, oh, Barcelona and Juve. Yeah. And I'm thinking that these clubs have got themselves in significant financial strife and actually saw that as a way out. Yes, and when it didn't pan out, um, it's they're, they're now saying, "Shit, we've got to find another way out." I can't remember the figure, mm. but it was something like a hundred and forty thousand or hundred and fifty thousand jerseys for Lionel Messi were sold in seven minutes. <laughs> that's incredible. Wow. How did they have that? How did they have that many printed? I know that's what I said. Maybe they're on order. I don't know, but wow. Uh, the FA Cup starts in September. Oh, you know there that? you go. What are Manchester United going to do with all the Ronaldo jerseys they had printed ready to go? Oh, Man City, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man Sorry, City. Man City, yeah. Yes, I've been in a bit of trouble. <laughs> um, F1 news Sergio Perez resigned with Red Bull for another season, and Bottas is quickest in uh, second practice uh, at Spa. Dan Ricardo, 15th. Rain predicted, so it should be some crashes, I'd imagine. Maybe uh, Hamilton will run uh, Stappen off the road again. <laughs> Kel's gone missing. 15th. 15th is not uh, not a great result for Dan, is it, so far? So I mean, he's uh, really struggling this year. Yeah, the other McLaren wasn't much better. I think it's more about the car on this track, but, yeah. Yeah, still, okay. Still behind yep. his teammate um, every what, week. What, what's much. he do? What, what, does he move? Does he... Take the dollars he's he's on, or what? What what's his next move? Well, he's only got a year after this. 
Uh, I'd say he'd be trying to hang on for grim life. He's on about four yeah. million a year. He wouldn't be I'd agree. I think he's he's really hanging on. Um, he really hasn't had a good drive since he was since he was at Red Bull. Um, that's quite a while ago now. And the problem is there's some good young drivers coming through, uh, which are probably you know ten or twelve years younger than him. So that's his problem. I I, I agree with Cotto. He's um, He's got to turn things around, and unfortunately for him, um, he's probably picked the wrong team um, because he doesn't suit the car. It's uh, it's unfortunate. Yeah. I didn't realise, but they don't actually get to drive their cars that much. Like they don't get to do much practice in them anymore. So the amount of laps that they do before the season starts, I think it's limited by, I think the number's one hundred and fifty or one hundred and eighty laps. And so you know, if you're in a brand new car, that's a bit tricky to drive. Is that enough laps? Doesn't sound like it. I think I'm he just needs. He yeah. needs to find a bigger circuit then. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Less <laughs> corners. Two two hundred kilometre circuits so he can get the miles in. Yeah. So in rugby news, uh, the third test is going to go ahead in Perth next Sunday. There was um, talk the third Bledisloe might not even happen because of the New Zealanders that ha- were talking about not playing. They'd have to come over in quarantine and all this sort of stuff. Um, which is now par for the course, isn't it? Like uh, this thing where they don't want to do it. I think it's just going to be normal now. Everybody. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if that is because COVID is starting to run rampant in New Zealand. That they've said, "Oh, well, we don't care anymore. They go and play in Australia." <laughs> yeah, maybe because it is taken off there as well, isn't it? It is. They've had a, quite a few cases in the last started week, a, ten started days. Started from yeah. a Sydney man that went to New Zealand. Auckland, limo think. driver apparently was it yeah <laughs> <laughs> same <Same> one <laughs> <laughs> horse racing news Kel, what, my, what's happened with all these my, jockeys in horse racing just just one more question on the on the union mm-hmm. why did the australian rugby union want the third bledders later go ahead <laughs> i mean seriously they need the money probably did you hear that um that, that they couldn't sell all the tickets at eden park for game two First time ever. First time ever. Never, like, for the last 20 or 30 years, they've always sold out. There's a sign. Yeah, maybe COVID. COVID, COVID, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, back to horse racing. What's the news around the jockeys to do with horse racing and COVID? Oh, big, big, big news. Four jockeys, um, including um, leading jockey Jamie Carr, got busted in an Airbnb down on the Mornington Peninsula having a a pretty big party. Apparently the cleaner was called in to clean up after him, said there was blood and wine everywhere. Um, I did hear Roy and HG hypothesise that they were participating in a satanic (laughs) cult ceremony, but um, that's Roy and HG for you. But... The cops whacked each of the four of them. There was Jamie Carr, Ben Mellum, Ethan Brown, and uh, Celine Gordry. The cops whacked each of them with five grand, but I reckon bigger is Racing Victoria slapped them with a three-month ban, no which Melbourne means Cup. no Melbourne Cup, no Cox Plate, no Caulfield Cup. The Spring Carnival is gone, um, and... They would have made a lot of money over that period. I would have thought. Well, Nikhil, sure. tell me what the what was the breach there? They were in a motel room. What's the breach? It was a, that a, they Airbnb. were in the same motel. 
Oh, an Airbnb, yep. Yeah, yeah, but so the, the four of them have got a house together and partied pretty hard. Um, At least they found a well house in the toilet, not a toilet. Um, yeah. <laughs> they obviously don't support the Bulldogs. Um, the, the, um, I'm but, starting yeah, to struggle so too, too, just quietly. They, they've breached the 5K limit, the congregating limit, uh, yeah, restrictions, and um, and I I don't know, but I imagine racing Victoria's got some pretty um, severe protocols around COVID, a bit like the AFL and NRL, um, just to make sure their sport continues. And, um, yeah. I think Jamie big, Carr big was news. also the leading jockey in Victoria, if I'm not wrong. Which is a, she, I, yeah, yeah. Pretty I'd big be thing for a female to be leading the jockeys. Um, yeah, if, yeah, if she wasn't leading, she might have won it last year even. She's, I mean, she's a gun. Yeah. Um, I don't think she, has she won a Melbourne Cup. Not that I'm aware I don't right. think so. No, no. So tennis no, because Michelle that, Payne's the only, only, yeah, only um, woman. Yeah, so she might have passed up an opportunity there too. Ash Barley's um, won the Cincinnati Open in lead up to US Open, which is just kicking off, I believe, this week. Yeah, the Cincinnati Masters. So she she comes in in red hot form. I mean, the only the only tournament she hasn't performed super well in has been the Olympics, really. Yeah, she and that was yeah, straight after. Yeah, that was straight after Wimbledon, which would have. I mean, she would have had a fair letdown after after winning Wimbledon. Wearing a dress um, honouring Yvonne Gulong Corley, so she's um she's a real deal. She's a good player. Yeah, Serena Williams is out again, and she's now thirty nine, forty years of age. Will we see much of her? I mean, Federer's also um, had surgery, and he's unlikely to play for quite a while. Are we seeing the best? You know, the best of the last year, maybe finishing up soon. The golden era, yeah. Well, Rafa's not playing for the rest of the year, is he? Um, I think maybe. I, I, I don't think Serena's going to catch Margaret Court. No, it doesn't seem like it. Which I love because that'll mean that for the next 20 years, the arguments about whether Margaret Court should come to the Australian Open or not will, will rage on. Yeah. Right, we're up to bet of the week, guys. You got to, and the bet's got to be on the. AFL. So who's going to win out of the Bombers and Dogs, Demons and Brisbane? That's where you put your money. Swans game is nearly half over. Can't bat it back on that. Well, where I think it? we should go. We should go uh, Melbourne into the Bombers. Is that they're the only two games, aren't yeah. they? Melbourne yeah. into the Bombers. I, I, I reckon. Like, and I reckon this game that. That's underway at the moment with uh, GWS and Swans, um, where GWS are winning. That um, UTAS Stadium, the Uni of Tasmania Stadium, is a really, really difficult place to play. Um, and that's Hawthorne had a unbelievable, got an unbelievable record there. Even probably not quite as good since they've been as dominant as they were. But it's swirly, it's horrible. And if you haven't played there, I reckon. So that Bombers Dogs game could go either anyway. You have to say Melbourne over Brisbane and Adelaide. Yeah. And I, I think the I think the odds on 
Essendon are like two dollars fifty or something like that. So they're very well. They were um, last night anyway. So they're very good odds for, yeah. the, for the Bombers. I think. I wouldn't be shocked if they Nick, beat, Nick, beat the Logs. Nick Hine make a big difference though. That run out of um, out of halfback. Uh, I tell you what, if Jake Stringer's on, I think Essendon win. He's the he's the X factor. There's no two ways about that. I mean, yes, there's Bonton Pelly. Um, but yeah, I, I just think form goes a long way at this time of the year. And I, I agree. I think that's agree. why you that's that's why you find Port um mm. one last night. Uh, Geelong weren't in great form. Um, you know, this game that we're watching at the moment, um, yeah, the Giants they've been playing okay. Swans have been the form side, but yeah, it's uh yeah, yeah I, I, I think Essendon have been playing really well. They only played Collingwood last week. They really towered them up. They were they played really well. So um yeah, I, I think it's at two dollars fifty, I think they're worth a punt. Yep. So the, the, the D's into into Bombers. Um, the Bombers, and we're putting our entire three dollars eighty three on. Yeah, I noticed that. I, I was just trying to transfer money there earlier. We got a tip come in. They're rejecting us. They're rejecting any money we're trying to put on for a good reason. For a good reason, I reckon. Yeah, <laughs> they're probably required to by law when we lose so much. <laughs> <laughs> they, they actually can't take any more money from us. You need to reassess your options, guys. <laughs> All right, boys, till next week and our next Zoom call. Um, have a great week. Try and uh, get – I think the, my, my wife, Wendy, is about to uh, organise a haircut tomorrow. Uh, we don't have clippers here, so it's the dog clippers. Getting them out, <laughs> give myself a haircut. Can't get to a barber. She, she, she can't do plastic surgery as well, can she? <laughs> <laughs> I need a bit of work. <laughs> I might need it once she cuts yeah. the ear off. The <laughs> you, might, you might be finished for the next podcast if she starts tomorrow. <laughs> That's right. Get stuffed. <laughs> Righto, boys. Take it easy. All right. See you guys. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Three Grams in a Mic podcast. Don't forget to connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 